0: hello and welcome to the empty glass podcast
1: what's up you slimy a-holes welcome to the 69th episode of the empty glass podcast
0: yep this is it the last yeah, episode this... i'm just kidding
1: yep this is our most sexy episode yet uh but probably not really because stefan and i are good church boys anyway this is matt and that was stefan yeah, this but is go, ahead intru- go ahead and go and introduce yourself stefan
0: um hey
1: great so what topics do you have today
0: Um, hey man, not much, but (laughs) I've been watching like a disturbing amount of the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial stuff.
1: Yeah, everyone has, because watching a marriage completely fall apart and ruin each other's lives is really entertaining.
0: Yeah, somewhat.
1: I mean, isn't it? I mean, that's also why people watch like murder documentaries and stuff like that. There's just...
0: It's it's just more so like, it's more so like I, I... I like reading people and I think it's a very interesting situation, especially to put up, be put on public display like it has been. So I don't know. It's just, it's a trippy vibe and it's weird to see cause you know, there's two sides to every story. I mean, it's kind of obvious who's the more narcissistic one of the two of them and who's the more likely to not tell the truth. And just because of evidence stacked up against said person I'm not going to say either one because it's just a it's a nasty situation all around. I think, and it's just weird that it's like on such public display for everybody to see and talk about. You know?
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have it's to think fucked of. Up. I have to think of whoever is, regardless of whichever one of these two is in the wrong. I think they both are in a position where they kind of need the clout of 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 a public jury, I guess, because. I don't know too much about the judicial system and I don't know in this aspect or anything like that. I didn't know for the Michael Jackson situation or the OJ situation, but there has to be some sort of way to make this kind of thing private, isn't there?
0: No, I mean, um, it's because it all started from the fact that Johnny Depp went to sue Amber Heard for defamation and lost in the United in the United Kingdom, because he was trying to sell, uh, sue The Sun, which was like a journalistic, whatever, a magazine um, who posted this article and they were like, we didn't write that. Amber Heard did. And it's just kind of a bunch of other things have trickled down to it becoming this situation. But um, what is very evident from me watching hours and hours of footage is um, they're both not necessarily great people, but... Um, no,
1: yeah, like I... You know, I entirely agree with that. I feel, and like you said, I in my opinion, I think there's one that's definitely worse than the other, but they're both bad in this situation. I'm just I mean, but that's what I'm saying, at the very minimum, I think there's a way that both parties could have handled this not as public, but they are both kind of wanting, you know, something out of it whether it's clout, attention or something or another, and that's why it is so public. They are intentionally putting this incredibly private matter out for everyone to view because this or that reason, I can't speak for them, but, uh, I, I think that enough speaks that both parties are, uh, not the purest of, not the purest of souls in the Lord's eyes, you know?
0: Agreed. I think they're just both, um, they're both adults. It could have been handled differently perhaps, but it's, it's gone too far. So, I mean, it's fuck just,
1: it. If they want to put their messed up lives for our entertainment, who am I to say no? Yeah. Speaking of that, uh, so I started. Uh, I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about this. but I'm saying I started dating someone recently, and they uh, are they like a lot of things, a lot of varied things that we both get along with. Uh, but one of the things that they like is the Kardashian show. Uh, so as a good partner. I watched an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians.
0: Oh, yeah? You did? What did you think? Yeah.
1: Stefan, knowing me as a person for how long, how do? You, what do you think my opinion is over the Kardashians? I
0: think you probably liked it in some way.
1: No, I fucking hated it, honestly.
0: Okay. Yeah. Brandon. I mean, that's that's my consensus on it, too. Rose loves Rose loves Keeping Up with the Kardashians. It's definitely a guilty pleasure for her.
1: Yeah, and that's a guilty pleasure for my partner as well. And I guess you're kind of in the same boat where you'll just politely... You know, be like, yeah, you can put it on.
0: Yeah, like it's it's a background show. You know what I mean? Like it's definitely like noise. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's certainly noise. I'll give you that. It, there, the noise aspect of it is certainly there. I, I will 100% agree with that. Um God, like are, are rich people just allowed to cry? I was thinking that while watching it. I was like, man, these rich people sure have like no negatives in their lives. So they just cry over the most menial things ever. Don't they? <laughs>
0: yeah. Um It's just, it comes from a place of like, it, they, they create the drama around them. And I think that's why it's so entertaining for people because we have complex problems being working class American type folk. Whereas when you have a lot of money and your responsibility is just to be like looking good or to get your lip filler this week and like go to your salon and salon person to make sure that your hairdo looks this way. I think we're, we're attracted to it because it's just like, it's like that is so not me nor probably will it ever be you or whomever's watching that show. So I think that's why it kind of like goes into that. But yeah, for a background show, like it's not bad. Uh, Rose has watched it a few times, but I, I'm I'm like I'm, I don't sit down and watch it in large spurts. But I will like I will kind of hone in on on some things, and it's weird. I'm like, why do I care about this?
1: I don't care. I don't. I want to get that very clear. I do not ever care. But luckily, my partner's cool enough that she'll let me tear into it a little bit. Not a lot. Like I'm not doing it every two seconds. But I'm and I'm certainly not like, oh my god, it's fucking being put on again. It's like no, no. I'm just like cool. This is dumb. That's kind of dumb. I like that though. I like this dude's sweater. Like, just kind of, <laughs> those are the kind of things I'll say. Because uh, at the end of the day, there's if there's things worth noting, like this one dude had like a cool half jacket that was like two different jackets put together. I was like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> but uh, I I think the I could understand it because it's why anyone would watch any kind of television or movie or any product really is. It's a detachment from your actual life it's like okay cool this is a detachment seeing a completely different universe i think where the problem for me comes in is that this is based on actual people who live in my universe (laughs) yeah it's not fiction these people just live like this in real life while other like while i'm not gonna be all fucking what's the word i'm not gonna be like everyone should be equal paid shit like that with the whole not like men and women i'm just saying like There should be no middle class, no upper class, blah, blah, blah. Like that's way too fucking complicated to get into. It is just kind of frustrating to see people live such extravagant lives when, you know, I have medical bills and I, you know, will probably never be able to own a house and shit like that. Totally. So, yeah. So anyone who wants to uh, give a pat on the back for rich people, even though you don't have that much money and defend them saying like they earn that money. It's like, okay, not going to get in that argument at Kim Kardashian certainly has done a little bit of work, but the cards were definitely stacked in her favor, considering what vagina she came out of, and yeah. who came to that vagina, so just put that out there
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um it's circumstance, right the the people who become in charge or do or have like a lot of willpower and a lot of say power um unfortunately don't necessarily have the social skills of somebody like us. Um, or, or they lose it or they I, have I no, say, they have no concept of what it is to live life. Like, I will
1: say us. that people can be desensitized from it. Like people can have humble upbringings, but then after X amount of years or time, they can certainly lose that humbleness aspect or, or their relatability. There, there are some people I think that strive to keep it. Um, but just because someone like, I think I can't think of a specific person, but like when you get someone's like yeah, my family lived on welfare. We lived in an apartment complex. Now I got 10 mansions and shit like that. Like I came from real beginnings. I'm like, okay, but that doesn't mean you're real now. <laughs> like, yeah, just totally. because you because came from a position of that does not mean you still maintain that or you can have that on your collar or, you know, keep that flag with you at all times. It's like, it's, these kind of things are done through action and what you present for yourself, what you do. Like if you're running a hundred charities at the same time or like even one solid good charity, that's, you know, that's a good identifier that you're still doing good. If you're, you know, stomping on your fans and like pissing on them for clout, then that's another thing. This is the real anti-corporate anti-rich hierarchy glass empty glass episode. Yeah, for uh, being our
0: 69th episode, this is a lot less litty than I thought it was going to be.
1: <laughs> yeah, this episode sucks. Just turn it litty.
0: off. Let's just turn that uh fucking music back up from the Wee Channel.
1: Oh yeah, so uh, we also asked Stefan right before we started. We're gonna exit this uh, bummer topic here. Is uh, why is the Wii music just so fucking good, and why hasn't Nintendo not come up with another track that claps just as good since?
0: Well, um, good question. It's because they hit a pinnacle somewhere in there, and uh, yeah, they're just going downhill. The end.
1: Yeah, they decided to stop spending more time on their music and more time on a better system, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I I love my Switch. I, I just really do hope that the next one blows me out of the water. We've yeah. been over this a million times, though.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to get into it too much. But definitely, well, just a humble nod at the glory and beauty of the Nintendo Wii era music, uh, also including Wii Sports as well.
0: Yeah, Wii Speaking Sports of which, hard.
1: Are you getting Switch Switch Sports? sports no, no. switch we we <laughs> switch sports
0: no probably not switching
1: of the wii sports
0: probably not the sports
1: has switched from wii
0: i'm gonna to not switch. i'm gonna I'm, not, done. I'm gonna not do that um probably not <laughs> just being honest i didn't even get a chance to play the play test because i was they were like timed play tests and that made me mad and i don't know the game's like 60 bucks so no
1: oh sexy? that's like
0: too much <clears throat> I'm pretty sure it's 59.99, so that's a hard no for me. I would rather spend that money on other shit. But um like what? I don't know. Definitely no like video games I'm super into right now other than just like the usuals that have been that I have been playing. Um I'm replaying Resident Evil 4 on my Switch and that's fun, but I've beat that game like at least twice, maybe three times already, so I'm just kind of just kind of waltzing through it. It's fun.
1: Yeah um i am back to warframe i'm on a warframe kick right now you know been a while i actually haven't really had too much time to play video games um been busy with other shit
0: but right there with you
1: but stefan are you sitting down i am are your ass cheeks firmly planted in your underwear which is firmly planted in your pants which is firmly planted in your chair
0: is it to say I I am wearing underwear, but yes.
1: Okay. As long as you have two of those three, I, I feel like I can probably tell you this. Tim Allen is making a Santa Claus Disney plus TV series.
0: Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, not what I was expecting. I
1: just, yeah. I just saw this today. Apparently Tim Allen is making a Disney plus TV series. Uh, god damn it i don't know how i feel about this
0: um, i mean
1: either way it's dumb regardless it can be dumb good it can be dumb bad either way it is dumb that they're doing this uh and uh i god damn are you are you just curious that 20 years from now literally every piece of media is going to be is either still going to be capitalizing off of our nostalgia or capitalizing off of like zoomer nostalgia?
0: Yeah, totally. Um, It's going to be the next 10 to 15 years is going to be whatever the Zoomer nostalgia is. And then the next 10 to 15 years after that is going to be whatever the Zoomers were. The Zoomers are having babies and shit now too.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, you think about it and millennial generation, okay, don't get me wrong. This also is with, you know, Gen X and all the previous ones. But the millennial generation is the first generation with like streaming and shit like that where we're at the generation where it's an overabundance of property being released and a majority and not majority, but a super large amount of that property is just recycled shit from when we were kids. Like it's, I don't want, it's almost regurgitated back to us in a never ending cycle. It's like the, it's like the Ouroboros. That's it, right? The snake eating its own tail. Yeah, I think so. Ouroboros. Yeah. It's like that basically where, and it's, and that's what I'm saying. It, this happened back in the '80s and shit like that, but now it's hyper focused with streaming. So it's like Disney Plus streaming, blah blah blah, this streaming, Star Wars, M- Marvel, DC. I, the topic we've been through a million times, but it's just like, okay, is the cycle going to go on forever, or when is it going to shift over? And when it does shift over, how fucking nice will it be that we won't know anything from the fucking zoomers that they've been watching? Like everything that'll be released will be like, will be like, oh my god, I don't know what this is. It's not SpongeBob again. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens when we're in our 50s or 60s and, um, you know, Zoomer kids take over the fucking world and the fucking economy. It's going to be really cool to see because I bet it's going to be either uh, a lot more lax or God knows. No, it's going to be the
1: same. It's always the same. It's but always the same. Do you fear? Do you fear that? what was nostalgic for us that is being regurgitated is now becoming nostalgic for zoom for the not even, I don't even sp- say specifically zoomers, but the younger generation. So that way they start recycling that for them, but it's still the same shit we already had recycled to us. And it's just never yes. ending loop of this shit.
0: Are you kidding me? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. That's probably what's going to happen. So, uh, star Wars is probably going to be rebooted at least another 10 times. Uh, hopefully, better. Do... hopefully better.
0: Hey, ah, let's, yeah. let's do this, man. Let's go to Hollywood and make the next Star Wars movie. Yeah. Great idea. Let's just do it.
1: Nah, uh, Yeah, let's do it. Let's make it better. Yeah. ninth
0: hey, episode. You guys heard it here first. Matt and Stefan are going to be directing the new Star Wars movie. We're going to come 2034. in.
1: 2034. We're going to come in with a red hat saying make Star Wars great again. And we're going to make Disney pay for it.
0: <laughs> hey, it's a good way to start, right? I mean, that worked for that you other like dude.
1: To, do you like those dated fucking jokes?
0: Yeah, I was like that's what I was trying to say. I was like, yeah, it's a great strategy. It worked for that other dude.
1: Yeah.
0: Whatever his well, fucking I, name was. Half but, of it worked. Yeah. Like a quarter of it.
1: Yeah, I mean I'm feeling pretty great right now, so I'm kidding. <laughs> uh fuck him. Anyway, um So speaking of which, how was your May 4th yesterday?
0: It was good. I um we we actually Spent May the 4th, I spent, you know, the whole day working, and then uh, by the time Rose and I were winding down, I just kind of blatantly threw on, not blatantly, lazily threw on (laughs) The Hobbit, and then before you knew (laughs) it, it was like fucking 11.30 at night, and we're only like halfway through the movie, and I'm like, I'm going to, we need to go to fucking bed, because I had to get up at 6am this morning, so definitely, uh, past few days I've been getting up before 7 um, and it's just like what my body's been fucking putting me through. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'll do it. I go to bed at like 11, 10 and I just wake up at six, six 30 every day, way before my alarm goes off. My alarm's like set for like seven, seven thirty, you know, at the latest. And I've just been waking up at like six, six 30, at the very latest. And I'm like, fuck, I'm, I'm not tired anymore. So, Oh yeah, dude. It's just, I'm, um, I'm just kind of used to it. But, uh I don't know. I I can I just say this real quick? Back on TV shows and like guilty pleasure TV shows, um, yeah. I think the best guilty pleasure TV show of all time of all time um for me is is Hell's Kitchen.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I can I can that see that shit especially-
0: fucking that, especially like the uncensored episodes because I haven't seen them uncensored. I watched them on TV where they were like cut down to size even more and a lot of the shit was taken out. So because on YouTube, they just have all the seasons literally like season one through six uncensored officially released. You don't have to have a fucking premium subscription or none of that shit. Um, I'll just throw those on sometimes and I get so fucking hooked.
1: I will say though I agree with you, but I will make a slight addendum, saying the UK version is quality television, while the American version is absolute guilty pleasure television.
0: I like them both. Um, no, I'm not saying
1: they're bad. Like I'm just saying the UK version is like within the realm I'm of reality. I'm while the American refer- version,
0: I'm specifically referring to the American version.
1: Right, but they both star Gordon Ramsay, and they're both called Hell's Kitchen. I'm, that's what I'm just saying. Like the. English version is actually him being a normal human being while the other one is being a hyper asshole version of himself, which is thoroughly more entertaining. And that's where I'm saying that's where I agree with you that I feel like that is guilty pleasure. While the other one is just a little, it just has a little bit more quality to it. It's still, you know,
0: he's not that bad. Um, I remembered him being a lot more mean, but usually he's uh provoked, you know, I, I find a lot of the time like, yeah, it's, it's overblown. Don't get me wrong. I understand it's fucking acting and shit. Like, there's no smoke and mirrors here. But what I'm saying is some of his comebacks are fucking incredible. Like, and in, you know, like the ones that you can tell he came up with on the fly. I'm like, man, this guy's a roast master. Like, I'm surprised he hasn't been invited to any of the roasts or maybe he has. And I, cause I haven't seen like any of those, but
1: I, I would love to see him. Like, I would love to see a whole bunch of failed comedians attempt to make a roast off of him and then him actually roasting them because i agree with you he is a uh is a master of his craft both in cooking and in destroying people's (laughs) like just the
0: way he the way he comes up with this shit i'm like you're just a master
1: i mean you have to think like maybe some of it is either meditated beforehand or written beforehand like the whole idiot sandwich bit it's like maybe it's like okay gordon here's like kind of a joke for you you can throw it in not necessarily this episode, just whenever you want. Just something to kind of help out your you process. Know, I or, said
0: Hell's Kitchen, I meant kitchen nightmares.
1: Oh. Uh okay. Yes, that's also mm, It's Hell's Kitchen and Kitchen Nightmares are basically basically the same. Yeah, but the I, kitchen
0: nightmares is where he like goes to like failing restaurants and tries to help them make it better.
1: Right. It's the same thing. It's just instead of restaurants, it's hotels and motels, like but I agree with you. I like watching all those too, and I've certainly had my YouTube binging.
0: Well, I think- no, that one's called something else. Where he goes to hotels in particular. Uh, kitchen Hell's Kitchen is like the cookoff show, where it's like who's oh, gonna be okay. really I'm- fucking, who's gonna be the best chef. And then Kitchen Nightmares is where he goes to failing restaurants and helps them get better. That's the show I'm referring to. And okay, then, then there's on. another Time out. one. Time out. There's another I, one where he goes and does hotels. This okay, guy's got on. it all covered. Time out. So
1: I did get confused with Hell's Kitchen, but I was thinking of Kitchen Nightmares the entire time. So everything up until when I said the idiot sandwich, which that is from Hell's Kitchen, I w- we were on the same page. I was just using the wrong name. So I'm still in agreement with you. Kitchen nightmares and also the hotel nightmares. It's called. Are all it's very called good it's, shows. I just
0: looked it up. It's called Hotel Hell. <laughs>
1: uh, I just bought a movie called Motel Hell. So what a funny coincidence!
0: Motel, Motel, Hell, Hell, Holiday, Hell,
1: Holiday
0: All right, now we're getting uh, copyrighted for that part right there.
1: By the way, are you sick or are you like? Is your voice thrown out a little bit? You sound a little.
0: Uh maybe I can't hear myself like um I normally monitor the mic but it was getting annoying in my ears so I turned it off.
1: You sound normal like right now but if you listen back to this like at the beginning you sounded just a little raspy. Maybe you were just waking up. Maybe you took a little nappy nap. Oh, I just ate. Had to rub your eyes out. No,
0: I just I literally just scarfed down keys, so I bet it's some fucking burp action and like Man, what you Why?
1: Why are you like this? I love Schlotzky's. I adore Schlotzky's, but that was like the one place we never went to as kids. Like, I don't know. It was always like Subway or somewhere else, which don't get me wrong. Love Subway. But I was like, man, my friends never want to go to Schlotzky's.
0: Because Schlotzky's was like uh, admittedly expensive and the sandwiches are wet. But if I I find that if you get the small size, which is cheaper – um, it doesn't have enough time to get wet by the time you're done with it, and it's just about the same amount of meat and stuff that's on the medium without being what? a giant piece of bread. What do you order? I get a small original with no olives, mm, and then I man, always get then olives. I always then I always get two bags of jalapeno chips and uh, sweet tea.
1: Damn. Okay, I have never. Well, you get the small, so that makes sense, but. I get the regular and I get salt and vinegar chips because it's literally the best salt and vinegar chips on the planet.
0: I don't really fuck with salt and vinegar chips. They taste like medicine or like somebody gave me a spoonful of vinegar. Like I use vinegar to clean. So to me, it's not. But Rose likes them. And I'm like, but you hate it when I use vinegar to like mop the house. So it's kind of weird. She's
1: not not licking the floor, Stefan. Jesus.
0: I know. I'm just saying. It's like it's interesting for <laughs> I like way you said I
1: know because you're like I know. She I know should though, right?
0: She should though, right? <laughs> but but it's just it, it's weird because when I smell, for example, I don't like egg because eggs smell elk. Egg. egg <laughs> not uh, eggs come from elks, okay? But um, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm on> eggs. <laughs> I, they don't taste. Hey, ninth episode. 69th episode, Matt wants Woo. eggs. It's basically, you know. Come on, my like, eggs. Yeah, it's, it's, it's basically the most litty episode you've ever heard, guys. We're talking about fucking eggs on our 69th episode. Yeah, <laughs>
1: my partner can't eat eggs. Woo. Oh, really? Yeah, she, she's allergic.
0: <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, I, I'm allergic in the way that they smell like wet dog.
1: Uh, I have no problem with eggs.
0: To me, they Anyway, smell like you were wet, saying? To me, they smell like wet dog. There's We've no. had
1: this conversation before on the podcast, and like well, your to whole thing. Of like,
0: to reiterate, it just smells like wet dog. And so when I smell a wet dog, I'm like, that's an eggy smelling dog. You know, yeah, what I'm but saying? you also
1: think you also think some vinegar chips taste like medicine? You think big red taste or I, I think your opinion on big red changed, but you used to say it tastes like cough syrup. It's like it's like, okay, clearly other people are tasting it differently than you. Not everyone thinks it tastes like cough syrup or medicine. Or no, a wet no, no, dog. Totally,
0: totally, totally. But that's just that's that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what it tastes like to me.
1: I know, but sometimes you say with a ritual, like, how are how's everyone so fucking dumb? How can how do people keep doing this? Don't they understand they're eating a wet dog?
0: That's hearsay, objection. I'm just kidding. I've been watching too much of the fucking courts. <laughs> but no, um, but really, that's like that's not what I'm trying to say. I, I'm speaking nah, for I myself. Know. I'm just trying to like add dimension to it, right? So for me, eggs smell like wet dog. So it's interesting that people can smell vinegar, but it just depends on the context of whether it's good or not.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, it's like cilantro. It's either tastes like soap or it tastes not like soap.
0: Yeah. I've heard people say that. And that's definitely not something that I experience.
1: You're good with cilantro, right? That's what you're saying.
0: Yeah. I like cilantro. I have a cilantro plant outside growing.
1: Damn dude. Uh, you know what else is growing?
0: Um, Hopefully our viewers, but no. What, no, that's what else? definitely not growing. <laughs> what what else is not? What else is? Well, What what then what is growing?
1: Uh, Well, you ruined my segue. So check out the Empty Glass podcast at theemptyglasspodcast.com the empty if you're enjoying this episode. Uh, listen to all of our other old recorded videos on Spotify, Apple, Podbeam, you know, all those good tasty places. And hey, come join us on Twitch, where we sometimes record on Thursdays. If not, we get distracted by things or whatever. Uh, And join our chat, so that way you can toss us some annoying questions that we'll probably either ignore or uh, meet head-on and report you to the IRS. Thanks, guys. Have a lovely day. Uh, The podcast is still going, by the way. This is just the mid-credit scene.
0: Perfect. Well done. Um, Chatty. (laughs) Chatty. I wanted to... (laughs) (laughs) I, I wanted, look at that every
1: time. I like, yeah, sometimes I go like I can't like,
0: unsee un- it either. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, on that on that point, um, yeah. I just it's it's so weird because no matter what you do or how you think, there's not a single person who can see or think the way you do, right?
1: No, unless you have the gun from uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. We need some of them.
1: I know that that would literally solve all problems if that gun existed.
0: That's why I don't need all. We need all the.
1: We need all the uh, fuck. What was the name of the organization? Like the households uh, wives associations to build that gun.
0: Is that what it was? They
1: like they uh, reached out to the they reached out to make that gun. It was like the world. Association. I don't fucking know. It was something about a bunch of housewives that were tired of their husbands sitting on the couch.
0: (laughs) That's interesting. I forgot. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. It is. It's, it's, it's the perception, the perception gun or perception of fire or something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Who do you think, what superhero had? who is the most inconvenient superhero? And what I mean by that is like, Uh, what superhero based on their powers or their abilities has to deal with the most tedious bullshit in the world, in your opinion? I already Uh, have mine, so I can give you time to respond to be like, (laughs) who's yours. Mine is the green lantern because now hear me out. I am a Batman fan and it sometimes stems into other DC-related stuff, including Green Lantern. I like the Green Lantern. I've seen him in some of the animated movies. I do not know every single updated lore on him. And knowing comics, there was probably shit to override this lore. I don't fucking care. But the Green Lantern has to either keep his ring on where everyone can see he has a fucking Green Lantern because his bright green ring and they're like, you're the Green Lantern, or he has to take it off and put it in his pocket and if, and if that's the case, like, if it's a situation that, like, he turns to the Green Lantern and every time he puts the ring on, he has to keep that bitch off probably at night uh, or at least, like, in a drawer somewhere. And then also he has to charge it in a lantern. That's how he gets his power. So not only does he have to make sure he keeps that shit charged every night like a goddamn iPhone, but he has to either... or. In, if, unless there's like some like cloaking bullshit, whatever, he has to put that shit in his pocket at all times. And what if he has a hole in his pocket? It could fall out. What if he forgets it on his way out? He grabs the keys, grabs a wallet. Did he grab the ring? I don't know. That sounds really annoying. That's pretty tedious. That's, that's pretty fucking tedious. Am I right?
0: <laughs> yeah, that is. Um, I was thinking someone like, you know, it would be, I think somebody like Johnny blaze would be pretty tedious and shitty because the every, Ghost
1: Rider?
0: is that johnny blaze i thought johnny blaze is the human torch that's johnny storm is it johnny storm okay so i redact that yeah. and it's it's johnny storm
1: yeah um i think
0: he's pretty <laughs> tedious because every time that motherfucker says flame on like he needs to get a whole new set of clothes like that what if what if he went to like the Ver- versace store and or some shit you know and he's walking out there and like a group of fans come up to him I mean this would totally be on him so like okay that
1: happened that happened the second Fantastic Four movie Chris Evans uh, previously Human's Torch and now the Captain America man uh, was like this is Italian he's like Johnny go get the Silver Surfer and he's like ah and then he burns up his tuxedo
0: see I mean that's pretty tedious or it's like what if like yeah God forbid like You just say flame on in the wrong situation, bro. And yeah, that's pretty shitty. And like, what if you said it on accident? You know what I mean? Well,
1: he, he already has, the thing is is like, you could use the argument. He has the suit. The suit doesn't burn clearly. So like he could always have that under every single outfit he wears, but then he can never wear short sleeves because he would just have doofy ass suit like coming out under the short sleeves, you know?
0: Looking exactly like a from a stylist, exact exactly from a stylistic standpoint, and like no matter what, like what if he what if he says flame on in his sleep? What if he's having a nightmare or something, and like he's fighting somebody's like flame on and like burns down his fucking apartment because you know he was sleep flame oning.
1: He was flaming on in his sleep. Bro. <laughs> he was
0: flaming on in his sleep.
1: Burnt down the Baxter building.
0: He built down. He built down and broke it. <laughs> I meant to say burnt, but you know
1: uh yeah okay those are two that's those are two very valid inconvenient superheroes i always and some think
0: ass, i always think of, gonna be God, sorry go i always think of uh the ron burgundy quote where he's like the human torch was denied a bank loan
1: i actually don't know what you're talking about i know who ron burgundy is
0: uh in anchor man Oh, yeah, you're right. He's like, the Human Torch was denied a bank loan, which is just incredible.
1: I'm going to lie. I got Ron Burgundy and Ron Swanson mixed up.
0: Um, From Parks Parks and 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 Recreation.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, like, Ron Swanson doesn't seem the type to know what a comic book is, so that's kind of funny.
0: (laughs) Right. But yeah, Uh, I always think of that quote.
1: But, okay, speaking of the Green Lantern, I did not, well, okay, I kind of a little bit planned this, not really, but we're going to pretend I didn't. I, you know, the, the kind of, I don't really give a shit about this topic anymore, really, but like the topic of like, oh, well, they're going to make Superman uh, playable by a black actor or something like that. And then people are like, no, Superman's not black in the comics and stuff like that. Yeah. You know that argument? Oh, do I? Yeah. Everyone kind of, I guess, has heard about it. you have been in our circles, but it's just like, uh I, I always felt. Once again, now I don't really care, but I always felt kind of justified in the thought process of keeping true to the comic because my first depiction of the Green Lantern was in the Justice League where it was a John Stewart Green Lantern who is black. And when I found out Ryan Reynolds was playing Green Lantern yep. in the movie, I was actually pissed off because I was like, no, yep. Green Lantern's black. Keep him black.
0: <laughs> like, that's right. Yep. That's the same thing so, for me. So that's kind of where like
1: I I almost felt a little justified. I was like, oh, keep keep this like how it is as close to the comic book as possible. Cause that's how they're usually depicted. And I'm like, all right, this is where I get in trouble. Not racist because I saw, I wanted John. Stewart, not, who's racist,
0: still, not racist, not racist.
1: John Stewart is still my favorite green lantern. I'm putting that out there. How Jordan is a fucking nerd. And he also killed like a whole city, but it's fine.
0: Right. I guess it's fine. Kind of some uh, Batman physics there,
1: which I did not know this. Do you know who voiced John Stewart in the justice league show? no uh our boy Lamar from the futurella show oh my god it makes sense uh shocking that man okay so he doesn't do like crazy out there v- voices like the hermes voice is probably the most out there and it's still like you know it's a casual voice he's not doing anything like completely alien but with that being said, he has such an incredible range because he does the voice of Hermes, he does Samurai Jack, he does Jon Stewart, all just minimal differences to make the voices sound completely different. But then he also does the voice of Static Shock from the Static Shock show where he just sounds like a legitimate teenager.
0: Like, Yeah, that's weird. I can't believe that's the same dude. It's it's so nuanced. Like, It's it's just such a slight
1: difference to each one that they don't sound similar at all, but they all st- still sound like normal voices that you would hear on the street like at any point. Agreed. So I love, uh, Phil, just, I
0: love Phil Lamar.
1: Me too, man. Uh, a, a nice little high five to Phil Lamar over the airs.
0: Yep. Here we go. That was my high five.
1: Cool. That was mine. Uh, yeah. And the reason I was thinking about Green Lantern is because apparently they're making a Green Lantern, Green Lantern animated show or movie, whatever, which all the DC anime movies kind of suck right now. Hopefully it's good. Cause I would like to like it. Uh, but you know. Just make a fucking Green Lancer movie with Idris Elba or someone you cowards.
0: Do we need do we need a s do we need a soundboard on this stream? Why? I don't know, just to make like funny just sounds to, sometimes. So
1: just so avoid dead air? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm not against that. But I don't know how much I would trust you with a soundboard because it could quickly turn into a nineties radio show. Yeah, but it would be cool. (laughs) It would be cool. But even, you know, I'm right with that slight. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, but Hey, there's, there's, there's programs for it. And I'm like looking into them right now. And wait, we did an
1: episode. I mean, it was post. It wasn't like during the recording, but we did an episode once with, uh, edits in there, like sound edits. And it was a lot of edits. I think I even told you like it sounded really good, but there was just a lot of edits in there,
0: <laughs> yeah. I went I went pretty hand. Well, which one I don't, which episode is that?
1: That's an early episode. I can't even I don't think I can even recall what the subject matter was, but it was something we tried out for fun. and it was <laughs> it was really funny, but then it was just a lot of edits in there. It was a little too much,
0: yeah. but with the soundboard, like we would both be able to come up with funny things i guess and
1: that's that's it's where the a little, fear little funny comes but in. maybe
0: maybe not maybe it's just like fuck it keep it simple you know like maybe people come to our podcast uh the few the select few the the, the very specialized group of people who listen us to too. us, uh, us <laughs> too and maybe a couple of our friends i think they listen to us to maybe get a break from that kind of craziness I like yeah, having it, I like having the bumper music at the beginning of the stream. Um, I snuck it a little bit in here in this episode, but hopefully it's like short enough of a clip to where um, you don't hear it, <laughs> you know, or it doesn't get pinged for copyright or whatever. But that's another yeah. like risk that you run for sure.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I agree. Well, let you me know, we get a uh, see what's up, my dude. So Maybe. speaking of May Fourth, you know, like twenty minutes ago.
0: Oh yeah, because I we I watched Rose and I watched the fucking Hobbit on May the Fourth be with you. I love it. Yeah, it's uh, funny.
1: My my partner has not seen a lot of uh, movies. In fact, she's basically seen Jack shit. But <laughs> hey, uh, dude,
0: don't talk shit about Jack shit. It's a great film.
1: I, I asked I asked her I was like, uh, what What's your opinion on like May Fourth? She's like. I'd rather watch the Lord of the Rings movie because she she hasn't seen those and she wants to see those. I'm like, I'm fucking absolutely down. We didn't watch them, but just just to solidify that she was more interested in Lord of the Rings, I'm like, I'm down for that. Fuck Star Wars.
0: So y'all watch Lord of the Rings on May the 4th?
1: No. She just said she would rather watch it. We're All planning right. to watch Lord of the Rings at some point, and that's going to be before Star Wars. It's going to be, I think, uh, the only movie we've been able to watch so far is the Scooby-Doo movie 1 and 2. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. I wa- Rose and I watched one not too long ago.
1: Don't watch two. One is good. Two is terrible. Two is like all the kind of clever uh, writing for like and all the edgy 2000s like rock shit. Like all the things that make that movie identifiable is just not in the second one at all. And this is just generic Scooby-Doo kids movie without any kind of fun edge to it. You know, the first one had fun stuff like Mary Jane is like my favorite name, and then all, everyone's a podhead, and it's got this like. You, I don't know how you feel feel about the music in that movie, but it's got some fucking banger songs.
0: Um, from the first Scooby Doo.
1: Yeah, it's got fucking. Uh, uh, oh my god, what's uh, what's his fucking, name? Uh, Ray, who's who's the guy? Ray something. Ray. R- God you're
0: fucking Ray, it, you mean you mean the, the Sugar disc- Ray Sugar Ray Oh Sugar Ray yeah
1: Yeah Sugar Ray is in it and like don't get me wrong I don't love Sugar Ray but you know his music's a vibe I could kick it and then uh Yeah. It's got a bunch of like two thousands kinda of punkish songs and I dig it.
0: Yeah man um I felt like it, it it's the best live action depiction of Scooby Doo because they like apparently made another one later on and I tried watching two seconds of it. I'm like, this is horrid
1: dude they made so many of them like are you serious hold on uh there's like a whole universe of live action scooby-doo and scooby-doo related movies there's even a freaking daphne and velma movie yeah you're right uh but apparently there's one scooby-doo movie that is um like for adults which i'm curious about oh okay no. so the they also made two Scooby-Doo live action movies for TV, and I remember those existing. Was it the uh, Scooby-Doo, The Mystery Begins? where it has, I think so. Uh, yeah, I think so. Really shitty CGI Scooby-Doo?
0: Dude, I tried watching like two seconds of that just to see what it's like, and I'm like, this is horrible. Um, well,
1: take over the fact that it is a uh, it is a TV movie, not just like a movie someone tried to produce. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I
0: I think the original Scooby Doo movies, in my mind, is like Zombie Island, Witch's Ghost.
1: Oh, Zombie Island is the most probably adult, dark themed Scooby Doo thing in existence. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, in the sense that like you see people, you don't see them get actually eaten, but like a whole bunch of people get eaten by alligators, and then the people you think are good—spoilers, by the way—the people you think are good like end up cursing the pirates and all the people there to the point that they're trying to help them, like. It's twisted shit. I like it. I like it a lot.
0: Yeah, I um, I I definitely grew up on those. Those, And then there's like an alien one. I forget what the fucking alien one is with like the stone. The aliens
1: are here. Yeah, she
0: has like a stone around Walking her neck or something. This place.
1: Yeah, where Scooby and Shaggy fall in love, and they have the song. Uh, they even got a puppy for Scooby Doo. It's called. It's Motherfucker.
0: It's called. Motherfucker. It's, called it's called Scooby Doo and the Alien Invaders.
1: Yeah, and then Scooby Doo and the Cyber Attack, and then Scooby Doo. Cyber chase.
0: Cyber chase.
1: Chase, and then there's one in Salem.
0: Yeah, that one's the witch's ghost.
1: Those four are all good. And uh, zombie. Yeah, and Zombie Island. That's what I'm saying. All four of those are good, and then they immediately start to fall off. Um, I remember watching the Scooby and Shaggy movies like back in the day. Back when like Shaggy had like a red shirt on. Uh, like scooby Do Meet the Boo Brothers and stuff. Like That was on Cartoon Network, and uh, Scooby and Shaggy's like ghoul school. I am looking at this online. I'm not just remembering this shit off the top of my head.
0: Yeah, I remember ghoul school
1: uh unfortunately scrappy is in some of those movies but they're also very nostalgic because i watched them on tv also who made this fucking tier list i'm looking at this i'm looking at these movies through a tier list right now and this is fucking awful nice (laughs) Someone put fucking scooby-doo the witch's ghost at d tier and then put scooby-doo frank and creepy at s tier the fuck is this shit (laughs) uh somebody who's not our age they put scooby Doo Pirates Ahoy. What a fucking idiot. at tier S.
0: And to Doo and... This is this that's scooby... coming from a child, man. That, that that shit didn't come out till like and fucking 10, you know. So get get out of that list. Get out of that tier list. You're looking at the Doo and place. the Gourmet Ghost? What the fuck is this? I don't know, bro, but you're looking at the wrong tier list.
1: Scooby-Doo doing the Blue Falcon. Okay, seriously. scooby Doo the Blue Falcon came out like recently or not recently, but I remember seeing advertisements for it and shit. Like, kids don't even know who the fuck a blue falcon is. I barely knew who the blue falcon was, and that was because of Dexter's laboratory. Right. Remember that?
0: Wasn't and that Harvey Captain Birdman. wasn't that Captain Oh Blue Falcon? Was he in Dexter's lab? I thought so. I thought he was just well, Harvey Birdman.
1: Uh that too, but I'm pretty sure yeah, he was in Dexter's Laboratory because there's an episode where Dexter makes a better dog version, uh,
0: dino mutt. Yes. You remember that episode? Yes. Now? Yes. Yeah. I do. I do. Yeah. So yeah, that was blue Falcon for sure.
1: Yeah. Okay. Sorry. We got real, uh, got real really deep back cut there. There. yeah. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: um, fucking Scooby-Doo and the witch's ghost is definitely one of my favorites. Um, by, by the time cyber chase came around, that was like the last Scooby-Doo movie that I watched.
1: Yeah. And that was, I watched the whole, video about them on YouTube once. And it's like, those four were specifically done by um, a specific director, or a specific group or whatever that shelved like quality movies. And then right after that, like they all went cheap as shit and like rushed out and everything.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's just kind of like the way everything ends up. Right. I mean,
1: no, um, no, but I'm just saying like that, that was the perfect time. Our generation, well, you, I kind of kept watching CBD movies, but like that was a good time to get off because that's when they stopped. Yeah, I think so yeah
0: oh no I I know so I'm just saying that I like I agree with what you're saying
1: I know and I appreciate that and I'm forcefully taking your agreement and agreeing with it as well
0: good good good
1: I hope you're happy and I oh, hope you Barry. live a long fulfilled life and are financially stable if not excelling for the rest of it
0: appreciate it man I hope the same goes for you mm. I bet are you, you gonna, do are you, gonna, are you gonna watch Obi-Wan Kenobi uh yeah probably Nice. I will I, I, I'm gonna give I, a I, shot will be honest.
1: I will be honest that uh I did give the trailer another watch and he, and even watch the trailer that came out yesterday. But I gave the original trailer a watch and when I really was like re listening to the John Williams score, like I realized it was the duel of the fates, I realized it was the Anakin versus Obi Wan score, like both of those melded into one trailer. I'm just like, ah fuck it got me. Yep. <laughs> John
0: Williams, man.
1: I think when I initially watched the trailer, like I had the volume really low. Like I heard dual the fates was there and stuff, but like when I listened to it louder, I was like, all right, fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh. Definitely. It, it it feels like the least showy of, and I feel like they're not showing us that much, even in the second trailer, they didn't show us that much of anything new. So I think they're really holding back because uh,
1: they're going to have to Eam- fight. Even McGregor was using a uh, blaster. So uncivilized of him, am I right? Very
0: uncivilized, yeah. But <laughs> I guess he's not going to be pulling out that lightsaber until it's absolutely time. It may not pull it out at all, and that's fine. That would be we'll interesting. I would like that. Like, I just... I
1: don't want this shit but he's to be gonna predictable. Pull it out.
0: He's going to pull out the lightsaber, bro. He's got to. Just,
1: just stop. <laughs> I know you're making a joke, but I'm like, do not I don't want to hear anybody's, they have to do this. I'm like, just do something different. Or just do something that isn't entirely predictable. I don't want to feel like a... I've already watched the show when I watch it. I'm just yeah. And so far,
0: I think they're doing a good job of that because they're showing a lot less in the trailer than even something like The Mandalorian.
1: Listen, I'm not going to give the show any credit until I start watching it. But uh, I will say that Immigraker had a very valid point where I kind of loved it. He said he's excited to play the part because it has good writing. I'm like, that is probably true. Compared to George Lucas, it's probably Oscar-worthy writing.
0: Yeah, I'm excited.
1: Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Um, he, and apparently he made, uh, some sort of little tease, a little, a little tickle of the butthole, uh, that there may potentially be a fallen order connection.
0: Oh, in this movie because in the, or in the show series. because of, because yeah. of the inquisitors or what?
1: Yeah. He said there may be a little connection regarding fallen order. Um, and honestly it would be cool to see Kyle Kestis show up because, uh, I mean, the actor is good. The actor who played him is very good, and I would, I would like him to be incorporated into the universe mainly just because he's a new person. Like, and I also really enjoyed Fallen Order. I like him to get. I would like him to get the recognition that Sam uh, Worthington, or not Sam Worthington. Sam, fuck. Sam, what's his name? Sam Whitwicky.
0: <laughs> Sam
1: Whitwicky. Yeah. No. Fucking Sam, the Star Killer.
0: Oh yeah, I wonder if they'll ever do that.
1: Uh, no, definitely not. But like, uh, I I would like him to get the recognition and introduction to the universe that Sam Witwer never got.
0: Um, yeah, Sam Witwer, yeah. Because I don't know. I mean, they, they would still, they could still potentially touch on that too, but uh, I doubt they're going to mm, go there.
1: I don't think they
0: can. It wasn't nearly as. The Force Unleashed story wasn't nearly as fun or as good as the gameplay was in the Force Unleashed. Let's just be honest. Well, Um, Whereas, I feel like Fallen Order has a decent story and good gameplay, so it's a better balance of the two. And while Dominic, I want to say Monaghan, but that's the guy from Lord of the Rings, whatever the fuck his name is, the Joker from the Gotham TV series, he's still looks and can fit that part really well so that would be a that'd be cool that'd be a cool little nod i'm excited to see that yes and i will say
1: okay i don't think the story in the first force awakens and the second one i'm just kind of like putting it aside pretty hard the first one it's good i'll agree with you not great or fantastic but also um i think the idea of the idea of it was more compelling than anything else that possibility but with after Disney purchased it and they filled out every little blank in between episode three and four, there's not really a lot of room for Starkiller to really exist to the degree that the fans know him. And once again, as you said, he's older. He can't really, I don't think he could really play that particular role as much anymore. Although he is still very used in the star Wars with a lot of voice acting. So that's cool. They didn't completely forget about him, but as a full integration of a character from one medium to another, I would like. I would be cool to see that. I would like to see that, and then I would like maybe for that to bleed into, or you know, just give it a better chance to get another Fallen Order too, because I enjoyed Fallen Order so much. I would like to play a follow up, or at least know what happens with that character story, because he's interesting.
0: Yeah, the way they ended Fallen Order, spoiler alert, was just such a fucking letdown. Whoa. Okay. I mean, it was an interesting ending. Don't 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 get me wrong, but it just kind of fucking ends. Like, I didn't feel like. Um, it was fulfilling and to a point, and then it was like, well, that was just like one big scripted cutscene of an ending, and that's, not as well, fun as I thought that's it was. That's fair,
1: going. because I didn't want a situation – I did like the fact that – spoiler alert, you come across with Darth Vader. I do like that Darth Vader is so unbelievably like stronger than you that you can't even – you can't even do the bullshit video game thing where you beat him in a fight, but then you get the cut scene of him beating you. It's like, no, like even in the actual battle, you're just you're nothing compared to him, which I. Uh, yeah, I
0: mean, it it definitely gets the menacing vibe across, but I would have liked a more like challenging and well thought out fight scene and fight with Darth Vader. You know, it would have been nice well, to have Tal be able to to at least do something after all this time, right? Like it would feel a little more satisfying to maybe get a couple hits on Vader. If like, if anything you get close to it, but having to use a lot of strategy to just keep yourself alive would have been pretty cool. Cause it feels like a dark souls game without the dark souls boss.
1: I I kind of get that, but uh I appreciated that. I, I appreciated it more. Cause that's what I wanted from Ray in uh force awakens. I didn't. I didn't want this newcomer to. I, I wanted that gap because it. That's the same for episode four. It's like it leads to the sequel. You know, at that point, maybe he could actually do some damage against Darth Vader. Of course, he can't beat him because Darth Vader's like fate is written down in stone. Um, but it's just I liked it. But I know, liked it a lot.
0: I guess like the confusing aspect is that now that we're just jumping around the timeline so much you know, where, where does Cal Kestis end, you know, and then people like Luke Skywalker begin because we know now we're going to get this kind of Luke Skywalker origin story where he's baby Anakin again. You know what I mean? And Mm Obi-Wan's probably having to relive a lot of the shit that happened to him in episode one where he was dumped with the, with the task of taking care of this fucking child for the rest of his life seemingly. And, uh, God, I just don't Obi-Wan, is basically,
1: uh, Obi-Wan is basically just a knocked up high school girl that just is forced with his kid that he doesn't want.
0: <laughs> That's messed up, man. That's a messed up way of putting it. But uh, my point but being- But not wrong. <laughs> not wrong. My point <laughs> being is, where do they draw the line? Like, where do they say like, okay, no more Cal Kestis because Luke Skywalker is supposed Like, where do the rule of two go, Right. There was always just supposed to be a, um, but I guess that the rule of two only works for the Sith, right? Not for the Jedi, is yeah. it? Uh, but like Luke, correct me if I'm wrong. Luke is portrayed as being, it's like you're our only hope, you know. Like he's kind of portrayed or put into this box, at least in the George Lucas canon, as being the last Jedi.
1: And now you get where the issue of making a giant fucking universe comes into play. <laughs> like, right. it's
0: just, so, that's I just mean, what happens. It's just what I happens. Mean, but, um, it is interesting because I feel like that there's just like a, a, enough differences in the original source material to now. But I mean, obviously George Lucas has already gone back and removed and changed and done all these things. Anyways, that like, it's a moot point, right? Like it's, it's about building the universe. We've known about other Jedi's like Bastille from the, Knights of the Old Republic and um, what's his Knights fucking – Knights of the Old
1: Republic is mm, – it's still not canon, right? I
0: think it is. Um, and then what's it called? Uh, definitely the other guy who was in the, the fucking oh, – I can't remember his name. Raven. No, he's got like a orange lightsaber – He's in the – or he's got a blue lightsaber to start, but he's in the um, – like the Jedi Academy game. Oh, uh, Kyle, Kyle – Kyle Katan something. or something like that, right? Yeah. yeah,
1: he's definitely not canon.
0: Yeah, um, but you know th- – so I'm used to that kind of stuff, but it's interesting to see it all canonized now. You know what I mean? Of like them actually taking that concept of being like there's more than just one fucking Jedi. There's a lot more Jedi. There's a lot more Sith. This is what's up, you know, and actually – taking that concept and running with it. And then, you know, of course giving us a a series where you got Mando and Boba Fett and shit, you know, like they're obviously just trying to like spread it out as far as they can. But my Uh, point is, is that this feels, this feels like the first time that they're making something worthy.
1: Yeah. You don't think so? I got to watch it first before I say that. I'm not going to make any kind of assumptions on that. I mean, it's no, just, no, no,
0: but I mean, it's it's interesting, it's cool because this is something that people have wanted for a very, very long time. Once
1: again, I'm I am looking forward to Ian McGregor um, coming back and Hayden Christensen, hopefully with some better writing and you know some quality acting and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it's it's still the same shit they did with Carrie Fisher, Harrison Ford, and Mark Hamill for the sequels. It's just bringing back actors that already did their thing to do it again because you know people like them and their things and they just want to see it again.
0: No, agreed, the, agreed, agreed, constant, agreed. 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 But here's here's something that gives me a lot of hope. Um not trying to make a, a fucking low blow, <laughs> but this is the this is the thing that gives me hope. Deborah Chow is directing the series and it's only 6 episodes long.
1: Right. That's that is my biggest hope is that it sticks with its promise that it's just going to be this and be done. I think so. I, I don't want eight seasons of what Obi-Wan was doing in between uh, three and four. I don't want that at all. Like, I just, it, it was just a little like, hey, this is what he's doing.
0: Yeah, Great. that's what I believe this is supposed to be because but I do
1: not I don't trust Disney because even if they did do that, there's no guarantee that they're not going to be setting up five other shows at the same time unrelated to Obi-Wan while this is going on.
0: Of Course, they are. That's what they're already doing. They're doing like the Battle of Endor. Remember when they did the whole Star Wars announcement thing? We talked that, about that on the podcast. I, but I, do you it all is
1: just one year out the other.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it was like uh, one day they announced like 18 different shows. I shit you not. It was, it was, it was a ridiculous no, no, amount we, of shows. We
1: definitely, t- I remember talking about it. I just don't remember the details.
0: I don't remember the details. It was like Battle of Endor and a couple of other shows that they're making alongside Obi Wan and. Yeah. I mean that's for sure what they're doing, but I'm with you in the hope that once they're done telling Obi-Wan's story, they're done telling Obi Wan's story. Like we're done done. Yeah, and it's another situation of like I think they'll do it because they need closure. Like this is supposed to be the closure because we know what happens okay, well,
1: after. There does not need to be closure. We know what happens to Obi Wan. So that's actually what I was just about saying. So you said that. Like, and this is me talking to the fan base and shit like that, because like we need to know what Obi Wan is doing. It's like we really don't. I'm okay with Obi Wan having some stupid adventure in between three and four, just as much as I'm okay with him rotting away in his little hut, un- tattooing the entire time, just watching Luke and doing nothing. Like this, this whole concept—it's cool. It, it is cool. It's not necessary at all, though. I—I I don't think anyone really—it's not necessary
0: it. in the way that I think it's cool to have the imagination take over, right? Because, yeah, maybe he did just kind of rot away in a hut until Luke was old enough to finally take on Anakin's lightsaber and be the Jedi. He was always supposed to be, but it also adds perspective. And it's like, he's an exile. If you think about it, you know what I mean? Like all the Jedi are in exile at that point.
1: Well, I don't need to think about it. They flat out said it in the third one. <laughs> like
0: that's for sure. But it's like, it's like, that is, that is Obi-Wan's price that he had to pay for literally creating the worst Sith. Lord of all time, probably since Darth mm. Plagueis. Mm. Mm.
1: Yeah, probably. I think. See what I'm saying? It's like it's like
0: he did create him in a way. Um, if Obi Wan would have just been a little more accepting, maybe if he stood up to him on the council, like if he was on Anakin's side, even for a really, minute, <laughs> even just for a fucking minute, yeah, it could have all been avoided. And I think that is the most interesting thing about Obi Wan and what humanizes him for a lot of people and why they love him so much, and especially the Ewan McGregor portrayal is that he is a complex character in the way that he always tries to do the things in the way of the Republic, but learns that in the in the way of doing that, he's double-crossed literally the most powerful Force user, Jedi slash Sith of all time. And he created right. him. You know, it, 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 he was the prophecy. Luke, or I'm sorry, Anakin did bring balance to the Force in, in every way. But what's interesting is that maybe... Obi-Wan brought balance to the force and not Anakin.
1: Oh God, you're sounding like a star Wars fan theory.
0: <laughs> it's true because it's, it, he the created thing is, the monster. Is what you said, I mean, yeah, it's
1: true. I mean, the whole thing of Anakin was had Qui-Gon lived, he would have been the proper teacher for Anakin and would have probably put him down the right path. That, but that's right. not what happened. That's just not um, what happened. But what you're saying is what makes Obi-Wan appealing and once again, I still have to reiterate, I am going to check out the show. And I am looking forward to watching it. But what you're saying, like fans, fans love Obi-Wan because of this and that. I'm like, yes, all of this is already established in the current shit that exists. Sure, yeah. all, all the all the nuance to the character is already out there. And to a certain degree, filling in that gap, I think you, you mentioned something about imagination and stuff like that. But it's like by doing this, they do take away the imagination of what was Obi-Wan doing in between that time. Uh, because they're saying specifically what he was doing during that time. It, it's just, it's a thing Disney keeps doing over and over again that I'm getting sick of. It's not just Disney. Like it, these, I've been on the Sanchez a thousand times. They keep doing this over and over again instead of just letting shit just be up to one's imagination. This just so happens to be a certain circumstance where I think it's cool. And it's, it's okay to, not cool, but I think it's okay to see or I'm curious about it.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm totally with you. But well, I, I think
1: that the depth of imagination is over explaining over and over again. No, for sure. Like
0: I've, I've for, sure. for sure. I mean, what we're going to see is somebody's imagination on screen. That's all this is, you know, in a way, this is like the Renaissance of fan fiction being made into a shitload of different television shows. It's what I feel about Halo. Um, you know, uh, it's just kind of like, one let down after the next. So I'm just, I'm not getting my hopes up like crazy that this is going to be an amazing show. But if it does end up being an amazing show, well, then good on them. You know, I'm just, I'm also with you and just staying neutral, but I am excited for it, especially because of our boy, JW. George Wilson? Is no. in this movie? No. John Williams. Wow. John Williams.
1: I love George Wilson. He was really good in The Comeback Kid. <laughs> Where he, made, he played Mr. Comeback.
0: Well, for not having any topics on today's episode, we sure did cover a lot. And Gene um,
1: Wilder was the kid.
0: Yes, he was. He was the Waco kid until some little bastard shot him in the ass. Anyways, uh, thanks for listening to the Empty Glass Podcast. You guys can go to www.TheEmptyGlassPodcast.com. We tend That's to go cool. live on Thursdays. Uh, we missed last week, which we didn't even mention this episode, but... Um, we, we make most Thursdays, uh, we try to have one episode a week. So follow us, go to www.TheEmptyGlassPodcast.com. That's where you'll get all of our social apps. You can listen to us on a bunch of podcast apps and follow us on Twitch because we love having people on the live show and uh, send us a message.
1: Yeah. And tell your moms uh, that you liked your dads better uh, this Mother's Day coming up this weekend.
0: Yeah, that's a good and, call.
1: And watch them cry. Watch them cry. <laughs> and then take the tears.
0: No. And pour it in a glass. No, don't do that. Put it in the fridge. Not sanitary. Let it freeze. Don't do that. Overnight. Wait, the fridge wouldn't freeze it, okay? You have to put it in the freezer for it to freeze it, okay? You
1: have to keep it in the fridge for a very long time.
0: Stephen. Okay, but but hey, you keep something in the fridge for a very long time, does your, do you Thank pull you out your milk and it's it? frozen? Podcast. Have yourself a good day. Have a great night. Bye the fuck was that i don't know what was that noise that was fucking crazy i was like okay i'm actually <laughs> stopping the podcast for real now okay all right bye bye bye, bye. later bye later no have bye. a good one you know you okay, hang bye. up first no you no you no, you. no. no you. everyone